1: Probiotics, prebiotics, symbiotics—are they safe? Okay, you've got that's three three different things, I
0: guess. So, uh, prebiotics Uh, should probably define what these mean. Actually, okay. So, prebiotics are these uh, substances in food that we don't digest, but the bacteria in our tummies digest. Um, So, we can also refer to them as microbiome available carbohydrates, Um, and they actually have a bit of a crossover with FODMAPs. Um, So, they're healthy. So we get those from fruits and vegetables and beans and split peas and lentils. So those are a healthy thing. Probiotics are pharmaceutically prepared individual strains of bacteria that have been shown to have theoretical benefits and are then recommended for certain conditions. I don't recommend them globally for GI health. Um, I don't tell people to take um, probiotics. Unless I'm in some very certain clinical situations in which specific probiotics have been shown to some help. Um, every probiotic is completely different. It's a different preparation, a different bacteria in a different concentration. So there, speaking with inflammatory bowel disease in mind, um, there are one or two probiotics that I will prescribe in very specific situations for a limited period of time. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. And uh, I think its I always point this out to patients who come out with the specific uh, uh, bacterial strains that they're taking for a particular problem. It's really like putting a minute species into your gut, which is full of thousands of different species.
0: So it's really like a teaspoon in the ocean. No, it's true. But that being said, Ruby, we know that when we take a probiotic into our system, it passes through our gastrointestinal tract. And in most cases, it leaves our gastrointestinal tract. But it does exert an effect. It does change the balance. And it, uh, so, and it can change the diversity. And it can change the balance of microbes in your in your gut. So the fact that they pass through our system and they're in small volume doesn't mean they've not done anything. But again, I don't recommend them in general uh, for gut health, just in a few specific situations.
1: Yeah, I think there's a, a, an issue that we're having with people just taking probiotics because they
0: hear it's healthy mm. in a preventative manner almost. The international probiotic market. I can't remember how much it's worth. It's about 45 billion a year or something. So (laughs) so where there is big money, there's going to be big scientific claims, often
1: unproven. Probiotic foods, kefir, sauerkraut, kimchi, what do you make of those?
0: Well, they are certainly beneficial in terms of improving our gut microbiome diversity. And a healthy and diverse gut microbiome is a good thing. Um, in, in inflammatory bowel disease specifically, there are some theoretical benefits, but we haven't seen the clinical trials bearing that out. There's been a few small studies. There was one in ulcerative colitis which showed that you could boost how much uh, protective butyrate patients were producing, but it didn't make any difference in the clinical outcomes. So I don't recommend them as part of treatment. And in terms of general, generally taking them, I think they're a useful thing. They're a marker of a healthy diet. But it's sort of the uh, plant based icing on top of the plant based cake, because really the conversation I have often starts with, can you eat three pieces of fruit a day or can you include some vegetables at breakfast? So if we get down to should I or should I not include um, kimchi? Um, then we're doing really well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. A, I, I like that analogy. The uh, plant-based icing.
1: Uh, we already spoke about this, but what to look for if you are going to take a probiotic? What would you go for? What would you specifically look for? And I think, as you alluded, you know, you I'd, I'd look, look for the, the evidence base.
0: Exactly. I, yeah. I would want to see some studies showing benefit.